Well, praise the Lord on this Friday. We willing to thank the Lord for you and you, amen, that are tuning in. Please, if you have not, I want you to go ahead and follow me on Anchor. Please follow me. We're trying to build the audience. As a matter of fact, we're not trying. We're going to because this is something that God has done. It is doing and it is not mine. Well, praise the Lord. Let me go ahead and set this disclaimer. The music that you hear in the background, I do not own the copyrights to it. Well, bless the Lord on this morning. What we're going to talk about, I'm not going to be before you long, but I did want to drop this amen right hot off the press. And I want to talk about branding, branding the prophet. You heard me right. Amen. You did not hear it wrong. Amen. But you did hear it right about branding the prophet. Amen. Because there is a process that you have to go through. Amen. As God have called you into this office. And a lot of the pain that will be associated with what you will be going through. It is the process of you being branded. Why do you need to be branded? Because you have to be identified as the set apart from the other crowds of people. Amen. In ministry. Amen. I definitely believe that prophets are specialists. Has the same way you will go to a physician. A physician, they have a general practitioner that operate in general things. But then when something that, uh, that he does not know about, what he does, he refers you to a specialist, a one that is trained and is skilled in that area to be able to further, further assist you in that department. And that's what you are. And God has to brand you. Amen. When you see logos, logos, amen, is nothing but branding. That's why you see them posted everywhere. Everybody know what a Walmart uh, uh, logo look like. They know what CBS is. They know it's a big old eyeball. Uh, then it has CBS in it. Everybody know what ABC is. They know what Walt Disney is. But what about the prophet? What is God doing to establish you? When people see you, they need not just to see the preacher, but they need to see the mantle, the oil, the prophet on your life. Praise God. In other words, that when people uh, come up to say, you know what? Hey, They're they not going to necessarily always say, man, that was a good word. They will come up and say, prophet, the word you released to them, from the Lord, personally straight from heaven, was a word that was for me. Well, let me go ahead farther into this. When people see you, they should see or notice the oil on your life or what you have been birthed or you have been called in or selected in by God. Now, check this out. You have been graced to preach. You mean you're a prophet, but you preach. Yes, you do. You've been graced to do that. You have been graced to teach. Yes, you have. You have been graced to administrate, but you was born a prophet. You was called to be a prophet. And then if you read the word of God, 
The Bible says in Jeremiah 1 and 5, it said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. In other words, he said, before you even dropped down on planet Earth, he said you was well thought of, that God himself had you in mind. Amen. Before the seed left your daddy, amen, and before the seed a man was cultivated, a man, and you came out. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, it was intended by God for such a time like this that you would be born and that you would be called into this prophetic. And a lot of times that people will back away from the ministry. They said, no, this is too much. This is too much. And this is something that I've learned over the 30-something years. 97% of your job is to open your mouth, even on days that you don't feel like it, and you could be going through yourself. Did you hear what I said? Everything in you could be, everything could be happening. Feel like you have the kitchen sink even thrown in at you, dishwasher going out, a microwave going out, car going out. Man, you get it. You just get nine one one situations going on everywhere. But yet you've been called to come in and release a word to God's people. And if you've never looked at it this way, I need you to look at it like this. When a leader calls you into an assembly, he's not necessarily calling you in to perhaps exclusively preach. He's calling you in because of your ability. He ain't calling you in just to preach. I'm going to tell you why. Because that's something that he does on a regular basis. But you have what is called the specialized ministry. It is the prophetic. What is the prophetic? If I were opening it up and if I were bringing a, a definition and 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 and, and that you can grab hold to. Let me give it to you like this. The prophetic, God took me in a vision and showed it to me. And let me give it to you the way God gave it to me. I said, God, what is the prophetic? The prophetic, he said, you remember in the 1800s that they will carry the ladder, 17, 1800s, that they will carry the ladder. They didn't have electricity back then. And what they would do, they would light a candle or they would light it and put it inside of a lantern. They would walk in the room, the room or the cave or wherever they went in. It was totally dark. But when they carried the lantern, the lantern or they carried the candle and they walked in that space, it was dark. Boom! The place was illuminated with light. That's what the prophetic does. And that's what it is. Is that you are, you are, your authorized agent to carry the flashlight of God. Or did you catch that right there? In other words, you go into places that has have not caught that revelation of something that God's trying to get conveyed. And you know what? You're the man, you're the woman that he called for to do this. And you go in there with the ladder of God and you drop what God said. Well, let's more bring more distinction and we're talking about branding and branding the ministry. First of all, you have to take it seriously. 
What do you mean by take it seriously? First of all, if you know that God has called you into this, there's a series of things that you need to do. Number number one, you need to make it official. Amen. It's official. If you have a leader that you're connected with, you need to go to the leader and say, you know what? I believe that God is calling me in this area. And most likely, in most cases, they already know because they have seen you prophesied among people in the church and they can recognize the oil on your life. The second thing you need to do is you need to establish a ministry. And I'm not talking about trying to pastor outside of the church because that's out of order because you still have to be subject to the house that you at. But what I'm saying is that you need to make it legit. In other words, getting everything, all the necessary paperwork. You need to get your licenses together. You need to be you need to be ordained. You need to you need all these things. And this is where your leader comes in. And that that is very important to have leadership. That you will go through the process to get ordained, to get licensed. They will tell you what you need to do. And then what you need to do from there, you need to go ahead and get you a business card. You need to get you a workable phone and you need to keep it on at all times. See, because the prophet must speak at all times. And how do it look? And you're a prophetic person and your phone is off. Now, and there's a lot of bills that sometimes you, you, you rob Paul, uh, Peter to pay Paul. But it's one thing that you cannot play with is your telephone. Reason why? Because that is the way that you communicate. That is even through your phone. And you will find out that many times that God will use it for people to be a blessing to you in your life. I'm not saying ask for people for money. No. See, see, people will give out of the anointing on an automatic. You don't have to ask. There may be a while, but once you once you begin to instruct them and you begin to teach them in areas of how and the way that they should do, amen, you know what? It won't be no problem. But what? You need to get your working phone. You need to get your card or something. And right now, you probably need to start working on a website. Get all these things in the plan. If you're going to be doing a lot of meetings, I recommend that you begin to evangelize because this is what's going to strengthen your core. That's why this is called the core. What is the core? It is to strengthen the prophetic muscle. The more that you speak, the more that you will become fluent and the more the stronger your gift will be and the the depthness of the density. Did you catch what I just said? What is What would that look like? It's the same way I posted about a camera on Facebook earlier, uh, well, last night. And we had some that caught it and some did not. And see, see, a prophet is just like a cameraman. He, uh, a person, a, a photographer, he has to wait for the right time to take the right picture. And the same way within the area of the prophetic. It's not expedient to speak all the time. That's why it's important to get branded. In other words, when you get branded, you'll be identified. What do you mean by that? Let's take this a step farther. I'm going to throw some names out here, and I'm not speaking against them. I'm going to say Noel Jones. Immediately, if you know anything about his ministry, if you watched him on YouTube, if you watched him in any 
uh, conference on television, TV, TBN, Daystar, or any of those types of uh, outlets, or any other social media, or if you have one to see them in person, the first thing that will come to your mind, my God, what a preacher. He's a preacher's preacher. He's a preaching machine. That's the way that you would, that's the way you would view it, and that's the way you would look at it. Now, when you hear his name, you don't hear prophet. Now, I know that at sundry times that he does prophesy, but he does have the simple gift of prophecy, and I know that everybody does because the Bible declares it in the word of God, amen, because God had dealt to every man the measure of faith according to Romans 12 and 3. In other words, with that being said, that some things, amen, that God allow us to operate in the economy class. That don't necessarily mean that we have upgraded to the full package of something. Hello, somebody. And this scripture that I read in Jeremiah 1 and 5, that I read in Jeremiah 1 and 5, let me read it one more. He said, before I formed thee in the belly of, he said, here it goes. I'm sorry, let me put my glasses on. It said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, this particular scripture can be interpreted several different ways, but I really believe the beef, uh, the main ingredient of this verse right now, when it said, I have ordained thee and made thee a prophet unto the nations. This was not just talking about, amen, the economy prophet that has the simple gift of prophecy. And this is where a lot of people mistake this at. Well, I've been called to be a prophet of the nations. You have not even been branded yet. You first got to be branded and be recognized and be noted as a trusted voice of prophecy. In other words, when people come, and they come and seek you out. They, they're coming because you have been noted as a trusted voice. When people call in Noel Jones, they call him in because of his ability to be able to preach. Do you understand what I'm saying? People know that when they come into that arena or they come into the place, they know that man of God is going to preach and he's not going to hold nothing back. Well, the same thing about in the prophetic. You've been called to be a prophet. This is, this is the process you have to go through. When God calls you as a prophet, he's trying to brand you. The first thing he does, he separates you from everything. What do you mean he separates me? He has to pull you out. The Bible said, be separate, said the Lord. In other words, he's got to, he's got to come out. He's got to pull you out. I mean, God's got to, he got to come in and pull you out of the situation. And then when God pull you out of it, and this is the time that where it becomes very difficult at. I spoke about that in the intro, in the one uh, I've done, my first intro, the very first uh, tape that I've done here on Anchor. Amen. And, and that's what he does. He has to, he has to do that. The reason why he has to do that, he got to begin to start burning stuff out of you. And then he's putting his mark on you. 
And when he put his mark on you, it will be no doubt that for surely that is a man of God. For doubt, without a doubt, that is a woman of God. That is a prophetess of the Lord. That is a prophet of God. Amen. And, and when someone call you a prophet, it's not for bragging rights. Oh my God, it's not for bragging, bragging rights. Because I'm going to tell you something. Now this is a blessing to be able to carry the information that God will give you. But you have to become humble and remain humble in this very great call. Now the scripture said he's, he desired that all men would prophesy. Now I'm not going to go into the teaching of that aspect of it, but I just want to kind of stick right here about branding the office of the prophet because that's where you're going with this thing. See, look at this. You have been graced to preach. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? You have been graced to teach. You have been graced to administrate. But you was born to be a prophet. Even before you was formed in your mama's womb. That God have ordained thee. And he have called you to be a prophet. In other words, before you can say, Abba, Abba. Amen, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy. You was called into the prophetic. And you said, well, but I was out here game banging. I was doing all this stuff. I was robbing folks, robbing liquor stores. And man, I've shot folks up. God was getting you through that branding process. And as that, as that, as that hot iron, amen, become the, 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 to, to brand you. That's what happened in Isaiah 6 that I spoke about in the first segment. That God had to brand you. That when people look at you, they say, you know what? That is a man of God. Not only is he a man of God, but he is a prophet of the Lord. And with that being said, many times you only get one chance. One chance. In other words, you got to do right in this office. You can't go out there and mess your name up as being a prophet. That's why you have to be an honorable man of God, a vessel of honor, and not a vessel of dishonor. But being, but being in the place where God can use you. You imagine being called in. I'm still dealing with branding of the prophet. I believe it's a specialized, just like you got the doctors, I told you, that is general practitioners. Then you have those that are specialists when he cannot he don't know what to do and is out of his expertise. He refers you to a specialist. And that's what a lot of times that leaders do. They said, I do know a man. And I do know a man. Let me call them in here. Because I'm dealing with some stuff inside this church. I need the ears of the prophet. I need the eyes of the prophet. And I need the mouth of the prophet. I'm not saying that no preacher that have ever came to that ministry was not effective. They were in certain areas. But then God sends a prophet in. And a lot of times he will send them in to take the tornish off the wall. He will send them in to strip the paint off the wall. 
You remember when Nathan went to the house of David. David was the king. He was the head CEO. He was the man that was in charge. But, but check this out. Nathan was branded as a prophet. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I could even go farther than that. When King Ahab <laughs> wanted to come up against the, uh, 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 oh Lord, have mercy, have mercy, amen, amen. He wanted to come against uh, 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 Roma Gilead. He wanted to come against them folks. And <laughs> he wanted to come against them. And uh, he, hollered at the, uh, he hollered at the man and said, listen, let's go over here and roll over here and take these folks on the body here. He hollered at Jehoshaphat. They was related through marriage. He said, listen, I need you to roll with me. You know, like, you know, like boys do. He said, let's roll up over here. Let's go here and wipe these folks out. You know, he just wanted to know. Hey, he just wanted to know. He inquired of 400 prophets. Amen. That, that, that although King had 400 prophets that was, uh, that was under his command that were prophesied the way he wanted them to. Well, 400 prophets prophesied, said, go ahead, go on up. King, everything is going to be cool. Well, out of the 400, there was one that was branded that was not of the 400. There was one that was called Mahiah. Amen. He was a minor prophet in scripture, but the man packed power. The king did not like him. He told Jehoshaphat, he said, I don't even like this man. This man never prophesied anything good to me. He never, he never prophesies nothing good to me. And with that being said, he said, everything he's going to say to me is going to be something bad. And uh, you know what? They sent for the man. Guess what? At first, it seemed like he was on the side with him. Then the king said, stop playing with me. Tell me the truth. I pray, tell me the truth. He said, King, it's not going to go good for you. He said, you go up there if you want to. He said, you guys are going to get wept out. You're going to get wiped out. You're going to be just like, he said, the people will be left. Uh, a shepherd. They will not have a shepherd. And the flock will be scattered. My God, I'm going through the scripture. I was about to bring this into the teaching of something else. and But I'm going to tell you something. What are you going to do in this hour? Are you going to allow God to bring you in the aspects of ministry? Or will you totally rebel against the things of God? Listen, share this. We love you. Hold fast to your confession of faith. All right, bye.